It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week, I ask my best friend, Tom Tom McPowell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, buddy, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing all right, Jake. I'm glad that you uh, broke that one out. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a classic. Fitting. I just had lunch with uh, some of our group of friends where that originated from. So Ooh. it's fitting that that should come up again. Where uh, did you have lunch? We went to uh, Electric Cheetah in Grand Rapids, and Love uh, it. it was o- it was okay. I oh, would say okay. my review of Electric Cheetah, if you are in Grand Rapids or live in Grand Rapids, is it's fine. Sometimes you'll get stuff that's not that good, and everything is slightly more expensive than you want it to be. I obviously the don't. The coffee was good, though. I don't. Which live is it. not something that you want to hear for a regular restaurant, but they they kept refilling it, and it was not that expensive. I do love that. It's like McDonald's. Uh, it's restaurant kind of a Chicago the restaurant. Best. There is no better experience than drinking a lot of restaurant coffee. Yeah. Oh, and then shitting in their toilets, a toilet restaurant. Yeah, and then just fucking restaurant. destroying their bathroom. <laughs> Serves you right for serving me so much coffee. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have given me that last refill. Yeah. Um, I've only been to Electric Cheetah a couple of times because I do not live in Grand Rapids anymore. R.I.P. G.R.I.P. G.R.I.P.D. When, uh, who was in that movie? Whatever. Um, Are you you talking about R.I.P.D.? Yeah, that was, that would be uh, Jeff. Ryan Reynolds? I almost said, yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds was in it, and I almost said Jeff Daniels, but it mm-hmm. is not Jeff Daniels. Oh, no? It is the dude himself, uh, who I should not be blanking on his name because he's one oh, of my favorite the Big Lebowski. Yeah. The actor, the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I'll remember him. Um, there is a sandwich or some sort of brunch Jeff meal. Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yep. Uh, at the Electric Cheetah, there's something that is a full sentence that you can order for I don't brunch. know that that's on the menu anymore. Well, it was the last time I was there, which was several years ago, but it, bother- a, it still bothers uh, me to this day. Yeah, what'd you get? Yeah, I don't like that either. I got a turkey... I got a, Anytime that you have to order something that is like... There was a cocktail bar that I went to where, like, the food was quite good, uh, but with uh, my sister when I was in Minneapolis, and it was very much that style of thing where, like, everything that you ordered was something that they thought was, like, a really clever reference, and it would be, like, a full sentence. Yeah, that's not fun. Like, I'll, I'll have the funny thing happened on the way to the forum. It's like, <laughs> don't make me do this. No one wants to do that. It's annoying it for everyone it to have to so deal much. with. It sucks for the bartender. It sucks for the people ordering. I... They I have to write this shit down. Yeah, and they probably just call it the forum on their yeah. on their ticket. Like, yeah. just call it the no, forum. It's, I, it's fine. It's fucking bullshit. Like, um, you don't need to be that clever about what's on your menu. Like, yeah. If you had a bar, Thomas, uh, go with me on this. If you had a bar, what would the theme be, and what would all of the drinks be called? And what would the drinks be? And this is a new segment we're calling "Tom Makes the Restaurant." If I had a bar, what would I do? 
Uh, I would have a survivor themed bar, and <laughs> I yeah. would name drinks after either like contestants. Maybe there would be like a Jeff Probst cocktail on there. Would Jeff Probst then, be yeah, there I'd... showing the first fifteen minutes of Survivor Borneo? Ooh, a room in the yeah. back with the, a TV the, that just the, shows yeah, Survivor Borneo. There would be a there would be loop. a VIP lounge. There would be a VIP lounge where it would recreate the bar set from season one, and it would be showing the first fifteen minutes of the the first episode of uh, Survivor. Borneo on a loop, and there would be a cardboard cutout of Jeff Probst <laughs> holding a beer. There'd be a cardboard cutout of Jeff Probst in one of them, and then you would get the other one. Yeah, ooh, a cardboard cutout with like the, uh, Kelly Wigglesworth head cutout, so you can put your own head next to Jeff. Yeah, you can take a picture. That would be great. You can take a picture. Love that. Yeah, man, this is a really good idea. What? Oh, it's a terrific idea. What goes into Tom Collins? Okay, so a Tom Collins, yeah, that would be um, named after Tom from this season, and it would mm. be a Tom Collins. And I would find maybe some sort of Boston thing to put in there, too. Oh, I was going to name the Tom Collins after Jeremy Collins. Oh, you could do that. So you could do a Jeremy Collins, and then maybe for Tom, you could do a Boston cooler. So it would be like a blended ginger ale ice cream drink, mm-hmm. and then you would maybe put like rum in there or something, or like whiskey. So you just go up to the bartender and say, I'll have a Jeremy Collins, and he makes you a Tom Collins, but it's got, I don't know. A, a that would fancy... also need to have some sort of Boston thing in it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Man, a lot of Boston people from Survivor. Um, speaking of people who are from Boston and uh, were on Survivor, Thomas, did oh, you? You could do a Boston Rob Cooler. I'm sorry. This is. Wow, Boston too Rob many Cooler, too. Why? How many people from Boston have won Survivor? Well, we three so There's far, three right maybe there. more. Too many, honestly. Um, Tony, I think, is from Boston too. No, he's from Jersey. Sorry, but there, a Jersey, lot of people yeah. from that Jersey. That makes a lot more too. sense. Yeah. Um, none of those people, except for one of them, are on this season, though. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Palau last night? Uh, yes, I did. I don't know why I had to think about yeah, that. Yeah, what, what are you talking about? It's too busy thinking about... I was in my head, I was like, what would Sandra's cocktail be? But we gotta move on. Queen Sandra, um, I don't know, something good. Probably something really good and expensive. Make whatever Sandra's, Sandra's cocktail is, Her last name double. is Diaz Vera, right? Diaz Twine. Diaz Twine. So it would be Sandra Sangria's Twine. Mm. It would be uh, Sangria. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's really good. If you have any more ideas for... Or it could be Sandra Diaz Wine. There's pl- there's options here. That is beautiful. Okay. <laughs> the first episode we talked about this week was called The Great White Shark Hunter. What did you think of that episode title, Thomas? Pretty good. Yeah, I like Again, it. Again, nobody said that, but... I think Kobe did, honestly. Oh, maybe. Okay. I feel like he said something similar to that. Uh, I didn't catch it exactly, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, Yeah, I think it's a good title. Uh, It first aired on March 31st, 2005. Thomas, how old would you have been? March 31st, 2005. Uh, Jake, I would have been 13 years old. Hmm. Would have been 14 years old. Not to brag, but I... uh, did have a birthday recently, so I'm about 14 years old. Pretty neat stuff. Uh, teenager, pretty cool guy. Last week's episode received 19.15 million viewers. How many viewers do you think this week received? 
I'm going to say that this one received exactly 19 million. In fact, it went up 20.89 million viewers this week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People are people, people are still were like the show. people. Go, the word got out that this is a really fucked up season. Yeah. Like I got to see what's going to happen. So we start off on Oolong, and they all talk about how it's weird that there's only three people left. Ibrahim says it's more like a group of friends than a tribe. This was such a bummer to watch. <laughs> just them just sitting around waiting to be picked off. Yeah, like, they know. They know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, over on Karor, uh, it's a completely different story. Tom is doing crunches on the beach. Ian catches a giant clam. They all eat. Uh, then they leave remnants in the water and attract a fish. A big fish, known as a shark. Also, Ian cuts his foot open at one point, which seemed like it would be a bigger deal. It ended up not being a huge deal. And, and then, Tom, your namesake... Slice your shark in half with a machete. Pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool moment. Hard to deny. Very cool. Uh, you love to see it. This is what Survivor is all about. Um, I mean, what's what's there to say about this other than it was great? We love the shark. We love Tom. We love Ian. We love, we love catching a shark. We love cutting its head off with a machete. Mm. You know, just just a, a couple of uh, couple of. Seminal moments for what? an already memorable season. How do you... Have you ever eaten shark? I have not. Me neither. But I don't I don't know how you would prepare it. They I feel like it's like any other fish. I do kind of wonder, though, like... Do, you, do we eat a lot of fish that are predators? I don't think that we do. Um, uh, I do, but maybe I'm just built different. I don't know, well, like, I don't know that that is, you know, in the same way that, like, I think, I don't know that that affects fish in the same way it would, like, mammals, because you don't really eat predators, for the most part, because they, they're kind of gamey, like, they're not, mm. I think herbivores tend to be better to eat, uh, because of their diet, and I don't know if that's the case for fish as well. I guess people eat alligator, and that's supposed to be pretty good, but that's a reptile, so that's a whole different thing. Hmm. Yeah, and people eat buffalo, and buffalo will come after you. Bison. So I don't know. But yeah, but they don't eat other mammals. They, they're herbivores. They're just they're just mean. They're they're not even mean. They just will defend themselves. Uh, so you can grill a shark in a steak. You can pan sear a shark steak. You can make shark ceviche. Uh, it sounds kind of like like a uh, like a tuna. You know, because a tuna is a bigger fish, and you can do like a tuna steak or something like yeah. that. You know, which are delicious. They're they're as good as any cut of beef you're gonna get. Yeah, I'll I'll eat it. Send me a shark. I'll eat it. Uh, Tree Mill tells them to build a signal that can be seen from the air, which is very a very good and cool challenge, and I liked it. You- I liked it a lot too. I thought it was really funny because like Oolong did a pretty good job with theirs, but I don't know. Why they thought, like, let's start directly at the tree line. <laughs> the positioning of it was so dumb, and I don't know how it happened. Uh, they were tired. Okay, They didn't want to move too much. I don't blame them. They, they did all the work to do it, but they didn't want to do it, like, several feet away from the tree line. <laughs> and what about, what about the, uh, what's it called when the water goes up? The tide. 
You know, what if the, yeah, what, what about if, it? What if the tide comes up and and washes it away into the ocean? It's a it's a great question, Jake. I'm just saying, like I get it. I understand where Oolong is coming from. Uh, they disassemble the old bathroom that they did not win the last challenge with, uh, and their shelter to burn it. Good strategy. I mean. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, nothing fucking matters anymore, so you might as well just burn everything. <laughs> it's all bullshit anyway. Honestly, let's talk about it. Uh, over on Karor, they move materials down the beach and write, got food in the sand, and guess what? They win. What a surprise. You could tell that this was... <laughs> this is how you could tell that this was in, like, the 2000s, was that people thought that was a reference. That, that was a reference that anyone thought to make and thought might be clever. You know what? Not until this moment... Did I realize that they were referencing Got Milk? I thought they were just being like, this is, we want to win. Yeah. I thought it was really lazy. But yeah, you're right. I think it would be really good if they wrote, was up. <laughs> I mean, immediate win. You know that's yeah, Jeff's they wrote, I want my baby back chilies, baby back ribs, barbecue sauce. <laughs> and the guy in the helicopter is like, where did they get all that lumber? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's like they're disqualified. Chili's is not sponsoring this season. The the baby back the fajita authority is not sponsoring this. You've been disqualified, Karor. Congratulations, Oolong, you win, despite having a horrible uh whatever. I lost my train of thought because Karor, did you know they won MREs and some Sandra Diaz wine? Very nice. Very Love to nice. eat MREs. That's a that, what an awful reward to get. <laughs> I know. You get like the shittiest food imaginable. Um, what do you think of this theme this year? This season, I should say. Of it being like, remember there was a war here once. <laughs> is that what the theme is? I guess that Yeah, because this was like a big part of the I thought World the theme war was just II. like we hate you and want you to die. Well, I mean, people have asked before, what is war good for? I think I guess actually the theme is we hate some of you and want <clears throat> one tribe to die. Because yeah. the other tribe they built like a big fuck off shelter for, so <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about their gigantic palace that the yeah. the literal I was gonna crew say, of the show built for them. Yeah, I was gonna say when you when you uh, lost your train of thought, I was gonna say, oh, you lost your Home Depot boat of thought. I don't know what that means. We love the Home Depot boat, folks. The Home Depot boat. Okay, I just didn't hear you. The Home Depot. Uh, is very good and bring it back man so many times they've been like here's a great aquatic vehicle that we're going to introduce into the show's lore and then they never bring it back it's honestly it's just bullshit when you ask me what i'm yeah, trying to say I is bring back the jeff ski yeah get the jeff ski back bring back the home depot boat uh what are some other what are some other boats that have happened i mean two is a pattern you know the Lost Raft, get that back. <laughs> yeah. We have to go back, like Jack at said. My, at my Survivor bar, there's going to be uh, a cocktail that's just called... Uh, I- I'm actually breaking my own rule. It'll be called They Took My Son. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's like a Shirley Temple, you know? it's It looks like an alcoholic drink, the- <laughs> but it's not technically. It's just for kids. Jake, I think that we should have neighboring bars, one of which is a Lost Bar and one of which is a Survivor Bar. So yeah, you could as have, long- like, the They Took My Son. You could have the We Have to Go Back. 
Yeah, at my bar, anytime you order a second drink, you have to first say we have to go back to the bar. <laughs> I'll have the yeah, I'll have the constant. Ooh, that's good. And that's just like a an open open tab, you know. Yeah. The, you can have the man in black, and that has like a dark rum. Mm-hmm. In it. You know, I got I'm all I'm full of ideas. These are, Maybe these it's got really Kahlua in it. Yeah, that's fun too. Um, we've been thinking a lot about Lost recently because one, haven't stopped since 2004, and two, Survivor 42 is starting up soon, and 42 is a big number in that show. That's all we're talking about these days, I guess. I guess the number 42 shows up in a lot of places. You know, it is the answer to life, living and breathing and everything around us or whatever the book said. But I forgot what we were talking about. So we're going to. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're going to move on to the next note. It says. Yeah, they got. Oh, they got MREs. You were talking about the war. They got theme. MREs. I don't think that's actually war. what the theme is. War is bad. World War II is bad. But remember it? Um, what year did World War II end, Thomas? I thought you were going to say, what year did World War II come out? <laughs> came out in 1939. New, new World War dropping, watch this space. Ended in 1945. So this was actually the 60-year anniversary of World War II when this Crazy. season came out. It's weird that they didn't acknowledge that. <laughs> I do love how much they incorporate the like uh, ships and planes that are underwater. <laughs> Just like, yeah, go swim through that. That 60-year-old metal. Uh, okay, it's so easy. It's it's already there, and the, your set department doesn't have to build it. Genius. Uh, go back to Palau. It's not even that far away from where you are now, Jeff. Uh, back over on Oolong, they are sad that they lost yet another challenge. <laughs> it's it's just. I mean, you want to root it's for fucking them. Washington Generals ass tribe. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, over in Karor, Jen and Greg are dating. Then back on Oolong, Bobby John catches a fish, and they eat the fish, and it's really nice for them. I, that was really nice for them. I really liked the whole thing with Jen and, uh, who's the, who's the, who's the guy there again? Which guy? Where? The one that's dating her. Greg. Greg. It's very easy to forget. Greg is a very forgettable name. Um, yeah. Anyway, Greg Greg and Jen, I like that one of the storylines that they did was Greg responsibly being like, I'm trying not to go too all in on this. I, like, I, I think she doesn't like that I'm being standoffish, but I am trying to win. Mm-hmm. And then her being like, he's so obsessed with winning Survivor <laughs> and not like dating. It's, it's like, yeah, what, what do you... Th- there's a million dollars. What do you think you guys are going to date after the show's over? You don't even live in the same place. Um, well, as Kat said, uh, nobody wants to date you if you don't make the merge. So I completely understand where he's coming from. Uh, the immunity challenge was a sea star slide puzzle in the water. This was a very good challenge. I liked this challenge a lot, but it looked very difficult. What are your thoughts on this challenge? Uh, yeah, it was fine. Okay. That's Puzzle challenges are for babies, is what I think, so. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it was you, a pretty good that's one. That's right, Thomas. You you have been on the record as preferring uh, big obstacle courses. Well, that also sucks, too, but they're usually, like, those things are usually working in tandem, you know? You don't usually get one without the other. Uh, 
Yeah, these people were working in tandem too because there were only two people in the water. I what I want is endurance challenges or them to fight each other or uh, eat gross stuff or some sort of thing that is more themed around their location. And this mm-hmm. was it was fine for what it was, but I didn't think it was anything particularly. Have memorable. a gunfight. Yeah, what if they shot at each other with real guns? What if they shot each other with real guns, like they do in war? Okay, and also, sorry, I did actually forget, gun challenge is definitely also something that I like. You gotta read Wild West. They already did one of those. And they didn't even shoot at each other with the gun. (sighs) That's why you gotta do the Wild West. Pointing guns at each other is like a big part of the thing. Did you even read it? Have you read it Don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. It's like, did Will Smith say that? Yes, he did. Uh, Wild Wild West... Uh, you can read it at survivorwildwest.tumblr.com. Karor wins this challenge after an hour and 15 minutes. It's a long time to be treading water, if you ask me. And that I know because uh, I did have a swimming exhibit in gym class. Exhibit? What are those things called? Like course? A, u- a course? A unit? Yeah, unit maybe. Not, not. I wouldn't say exhibit because that implies that like people were you were on display and people were watching you. Like it was performance art. Yeah, I did take a synchronized swimming class in high school. Did you not remember that? It was like a big yeah. part of my personality from age fifteen to eighteen. It was a, it was a big deal. I was the only synchronized swimmer at Rockford High School. Uh, didn't win anything because apparently you need to do it with more than one person for it to be synchronized. But I was like, yeah, I was, a, I was a solo synchronized swimming act. <laughs> I was like, I was perfectly in line with everybody on my team, but myself. I said, "Sir, please leave." Uh, apparently, that team know, didn't actually exist. I know that he's been uh, canceled uh, mm. for the crime of uh, being a pedophile. But uh, <laughs> there's a there's a good Woody. <laughs> There's a good Woody Allen bit of him where he said he played cello in a marching band. And so the whole thing is him trying to sit down and set up the cello. And then he has to keep picking up his stool and running with it. So that's basically what you were doing. Basically what I'm saying is you are like Woody Allen in every single way. All right. Great. Thank thank you for that. That's really fun. I'm going to be thinking about that literally the rest of (laughs) the day. Love it. Uh, Cool. There's definitely nobody better to be compared to. We all de- actually, you're nothing like Woody Allen because you, you, in an act of defiance, you uh, checked out and misplaced a copy of his classic film, What's Up, Tiger Lily. I did. There was a running you're like fuck Woody Allen. Okay. I'm destroying this. <laughs> uh, Thomas Woody Allen is not going to fuck you. I'm sorry to say, you are too old. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm not his stepdaughter. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Um, we should talk about Survivor instead. What about... Yeah, that's probably better. What about on Oolong when Ibrahim says that we all deserve to be here? That was a really sad thing to hear also. That was quite sad. (sighs) Uh, Bobby John considers himself the swing vote, which doesn't make sense to me because there's only three people. Isn't everyone the swing vote? (laughs) Are you Kevin Costner or are you Kelsey Grammer or are you Dennis uh, Hopper? That's what I want to know. That's the three people you can vote for. In the election. Uh, Stephanie says she has no plan to leave tonight. She has no reason to go. She then talks to Bobby John and then Ibrahim about the vote. I mean, what what can Jake, you do? you know what the funniest ending to... I know we've talked about Swing Vote a lot on this podcast, but you know what the funniest ending to that movie would be? <laughs> if he wrote in Bart Simpson. <laughs> yeah. 
That would be really funny. That would be so funny if he did that. <laughs> um, okay. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would he do that? Well, they would just be really... Uh, some people do that sometimes, and it would be really funny if there was this whole build-up of just like, well, we're gonna... I would love for you to vote for me, and there's all this pressure, and instead he just does a stupid write-in. And... <laughs> he it, wrote in his dad's name or something. Yeah, his dad, Bart Simpson. Um, it does set up swing vote, too. Which would be fun. Jeff asks... Yeah, I suppose that's true. If Bobby John... What if, wouldn't that be crazy if the movie was like, it happened again, <laughs> the same guy has to decide. So am I to understand that literally every single person in America voted? Why does it come down swing to one to guy? Recount. They, what happens is he votes for, for Bart Simpson... Mm-hmm. There's some sort of error with it again, and they have to recount all the votes. And the same, and like it turns out that the initial count was a hundred percent accurate. And so they have to try and get him to like, look, please don't vote for Bart Simpson this time. <laughs> he votes for Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah, damn it. <laughs> the ironic thing was there was a guy running in third place. He wrote he was voting for the Family Guy guy, but the guy in third place literally is named Peter Griffin. He just didn't realize it. So now it's a three-way tie, <laughs> setting up Swing Vote 3. Man, what a great movie. And Swing when Vote 3. When asked for comment, uh, Mr. Griffin uh, uh, said that the, the vote was, quote, friggin' sweet. <laughs> yeah, this reminds me of the time I got Wait a three-way tie Lois. for president. <laughs> uh, and instead of debates, they can fight a chicken on stage. Yeah, love it. It's so funny. Uh, Jeff asks if Bobby John... Jeff asks if Bobby John lost the challenge for them. Jeff loves to shit on everyone. You would think Jeff loves Bobby John, but he does not. Uh, They discuss how much they depend on each other. Also, Jeff has a cold, uh, which was weird to hear. Why don't you call in sick, Jeff? That's what I do all the time. You ever call in sick just because, like, you don't feel like it? Uh, if any of my employers uh, from any job I've ever had are listening, no. Yeah, same. You can't see, but I'm winking. Because you're not. Because you wouldn't do such a thing. Because you're a good capitalist. Jeff asks why to vote Stephanie out, and Bobby Jaron says that she's a threat. Ibrahim says that he's loyal. Steph says that she'll vote based on how it will help her in the game. How is it going to help you in the game? You know you're going to lose the next one, too. Yeah, come on now. So Ibrahim gets two votes, Steph gets one vote. I mean, it was going to be sad no matter who went home, honestly. Yeah, this was like, it's just grim. Every tribal they have is just more depressing than the last. Because no one, like, wants it. I mean, like, they, it seems like they all like each other to a certain extent. And, like, they're all just beaten down. Yeah. It's sad. Uh, the second episode we watched this week was called Neanderthal Man. What did you think of that this episode title? To, this is a reference to Bobby John. Yeah. I think pretty good. Pretty good episode title. Uh, this first aired on... April 7, 2005. I'll ask you again, Thomas, how old would you have been April 7, 2005? Jake, I would have been 13. Mm, Just a little baby teenager. I would have been cool, mature, 14 years old. Uh, The previous episode, remember, got 20.89 million viewers. How many viewers do you think this one got? 
I'm gonna say this one got twenty one million. Nineteen point seven five. It has wow, been they like, lost over a million viewers. It's been uh, pretty steady around twenty the whole time though. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. There's no big dips, you know? Sometimes there's big dips. Not this time. Yeah, sometimes there are big dips. Not this time, though. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie thanks Bobby John for keeping her around, and she says she's ready to bring home the victory. What do you think? What are her chances here to bring home the victory of Survivor uh, 10? Virtually non-existent. Mm. Well, maybe. You might be right. Uh, Kroor is overrun with rats. Uh, Kobe's upset because he has to do all the chores. And then the rats are getting smarter at one point and more bold. I believe he says at one point, <laughs> I think, yeah, cause they don't, they don't see him. They don't, the rats don't see them as a threat anymore. Uh, Kobe is annoyed that the women sit around and says that he's too much of a feminist to sit around and let these alpha males cater to these women. And the women are just eating it up. You know, like how feminists talk. <laughs> Well, these girls have got to do it for themselves. I like this. He's right to say this. They're not doing shit. Yeah. Well, they're doing one thing, Thomas, and that be shopping. Yeah. These women be shopping the whole time. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you know, you the, the the thing about this is I know you you want to have people vote for you or whatever, and, like, maybe there'll they'll be jury votes, but this is Survivor, and doing all the work for people who are doing nothing seems like a, maybe not the best strategy going forward to have them just expect that from you. Yeah. Uh, at the reward challenge, they do an eating challenge for fresh water, a showerhead, crest toothpaste, and scope mouthwash. Were you expecting these uh, brands to show up, Thomas? I, I can't say that I was, but uh, some solid branded content there. Definitely stuff that you would want to win. The Mouth Health Authority is back in charge. Uh, and that's good because they do have to eat partially formed duck eggs. You were saying before we started recording that Bobby John had this in the bag for them to win. Uh, yes, but he screwed up somehow. He did, and then he did. He tried to eat all five eggs because the the last one was <sighs> they, right. they kept escalating how many they had to eat. The last one was a timed challenge where they picked the best competitor. And honestly, the the, the two members of Oolong both acquitted themselves pretty well in their individual cha- you know initial challenges. Bobby John seemed like he, you know, he was eating them individually pretty quick. His strategy for eating five uh, quicker than Tom was to put all of them in his mouth at the same time, which is fucking idiotic because he couldn't swallow it. There was too much. Yeah. Uh, it's like that, that bunny game with the marshmallows that kids play at birthday parties. You know the game I'm talking about? Chubby, chubby, bunny, I do. bunny. I don't. I was just letting that. I was letting. I was letting you riff. Uh, that's. Uh, yeah. I don't understand what he was thinking there. Uh, and Tom knew that he had him beat, so he didn't even really have to press at the end there. Because what is he going to swallow five duck eggs at once? Like absolutely not. Yeah. Chubby bunny, more chubby ducky, Bobby John. Chubby bunny is an informal recreational and hazing game that involves the placement of an increasing number of duck eggs or similar items such as cotton. What the fuck? I would absolutely not put a bunch of cotton balls on it in no, my mouth. Why would fuck you do you. that? Pudgy bunny, fluffy bunny, fuzzy bunny, chubby monkey, chubby buddy. Bad. I don't like this game. It's one of my least favorite games of all games. Uh, what's your least favorite game, Thomas? Uh, Probably... 
it's a game of love man i don't, I don't know that I, I don't know that anyone is really rated with me enough for me to be like i hate this um i don't red rover seems childish red river red rover red rover yeah red rover red rover sent jeff probst over uh to be a guest on this podcast don't know why he hasn't responded to any of our emails. I don't know emails. what we would talk to Jeff about. Probably Survivor. Can you imagine attempting to talk to Jeff? Yeah, he would just do all of his lines uh, to like promote Survivor 42 and be like, remember, 42 is an important number in Hitchhiker's Guide, and I love Hitchhiker's Guide, and it's going to be so much fun. I think it would be really fun to interview Jeff using the Jeff uh, having an important conversation tone the entire time. <laughs> I, I want to I see it. I want him to become on this podcast and be like, so Survivor 41 and only refer to every season with our dumb nicknames for them uh, and see how he responds. That would be fun. It would be a fun little thing to do with Jeff Probst and then be like, and also, Jeff, you have to record your own audio and then email it to me. It'd be really great to have Jeff on and... uh you know, like have it be like a big triumphant moment for the podcast because that's a huge get, and then just immediately make him hate us. <laughs> I'll put, Do like a Hollywood handbook style <laughs> interview with him. I'll put it on Reddit. Be like, guys, we finally got Jeff Probst, and then be like, what the fuck? Why? Why are you so mean to him? We love this man. Um, that'd be He's, funny. He knows what he did. He's had it coming for a long time. <laughs> This season alone has earned a, a terse interview for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Stephanie and Bobby John discuss the challenge uh, and how good Tom is. Then back over on Koror. Katie calls winning all the time monotonous. <laughs> I love that. I'm so bored of winning. <laughs> it just sucks, you know? Um, Ian is worried that Greg and Jen are together. He and Tom consider bringing in Stephanie once they get... The chance to vote for anyone. <laughs> do you miss Willard? I do miss Willard a little bit. Yeah. He's still there in spirit, though, because the idol's still there. That's true. But once they start doing individual immunity, we'll see if it's still Willard. I think it would be really funny if Willard getting eliminated had cursed Karor and they lost every challenge after that, but that didn't happen at all. <laughs> that would have been honest, great. In fact. I wonder if anything like that has ever happened. I don't have the encyclopedic knowledge that every Reddit reader has of this show but that would be very funny at oolong stephanie so what you're saying is that you're doing a low effort hosting job no no <laughs> they haven't deleted me for being low effort in months so that's pretty good i will say though do you think that's like a hazing thing that they do like they saw that you were new around those parts yeah that's gotta be it they were like you're gonna have to work for our acknowledgement just like Jeff Probst does, uh, or requires, you know. Um, and they also love big moves on. They took an, they took Reddit. a they like big moves so much that they took uh, advanced big moves. You know what they really love on Reddit on Survivor Reddit? What's that? Big memes. Yeah. That work might have worked better in text. That joke might have worked better in text. Because big moves and big memes are kind of spelled similarly. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for explaining that joke. You're welcome. Uh, we're on Oolong. Stephanie talks about how gross Bobby John is. Bobby John blows snot rockets and eats the whole crab. <laughs> One of my favorite, like 
dumb guy edits of just like this guy's a fucking idiot and then it's him eating the crab shell and spitting it out like yeah what did you think was gonna happen <laughs> Uh, they struggled to get their boat in the water. This was really hard to watch, too. Ah, Bobby John catches another fish. Call him Bobby that Fish. That was nice. They needed something to go right. Yeah. Uh, they do a balance beam over the water for the immunity challenge, and there's puzzle pieces and a word search, and then they have to form a phrase. What, what did you think of this immunity challenge? I, why why do something this complicated when one tribe has two people? Right. Like, come on. That's not fair. It, maybe to, like, give them a greater chance of coming back and winning? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that this was weighted in their favor at all. No, nothing has been. Uh, Kroor wins this one. Surprise, surprise. Back at camp, they sing their own praises. And then Kobe has a long monologue about how he was bullied while growing up. This was nice. Hmm. I like Kobe. I like Kobe, too. Uh, Shaq's second friend. <laughs> what a dumb Sorry. thing to say. This, yeah. Shaq had only had one friend before that, and it was Penny Hardaway. It was friendship the general. Was Penny Hardaway. Kobe is his new best friend. <laughs> friendship with Penny Hardaway ended. Uh, my best friend is Kobe. Not the Kobe you're thinking of, Kobe from Survivor. Over on Oolong, they're both just like, what now? And then Bobby John makes a fire, and Stephanie conjectures about what will happen after Tribal Council. No, Thomas, am I using the word conjectures correctly there? I hate when I conjecture incorrectly about what is going to happen at Tribal Council. <laughs> Whatever, it's time for wildlife shots. There was a shark. We did, no, we did a whole thing about it. Uh, there was a mouse. There was a snake. There was a grasshopper. <laughs> there was flies. There was rats. There was turtle. There was dolphins. There was jellyfish. There was blue and white birds. We already talked about sharks, okay? We're done. We're done We're talking on. about sharks. I looked up a recipe online and barely read it. Uh, like a shark, at, after we talk about sharks, we must keep moving forward or we will die. Oh my god, Thomas. There is this great Woody Allen bit where he's like, a relationship is like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the only movie reference to sharks I can make, honestly. Yeah, it's where a shark is about to do some cocaine and he sneezes. <laughs> uh, there was also a lizard and a fish called the Humphead Rass. You know about the Humphead Rass, Thomas? That is an overly sexual name. <laughs> W-R-A-S-S-E. Uh, also, don't did not look up the pronunciation, so don't yell at me. It's also called the Maori Rass, Napoleon Rass, or Napoleon Fish. It has. <laughs> After your one and only comment about the f this fish, this first fact is going to be great for you. Uh, it has very thick lips. Uh, and a big hump on their Damn. forehead. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Um, what that mouth do? Yep, yeah, there we go. Uh, it varies in color from greens to blues to purples. According to Wikipedia, these fish can weigh up to 180 kilograms and up to two meters in length. Do you know how much that is in American? How much is that in American? It's probably a lot. It's a lot more than I realized. Uh, it is six and a half feet long and nearly 400 pounds. <laughs> It's just a fish. Why does it need to be that big? That fish is the sign of, like, a notably huge offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, too big. Um, could swallow a baby, honestly. 
it can be f- also sex addiction is very serious and i think calling them hump heads is uh I, very inappropriate mm-hmm. yeah uh they can be found around africa as well as in the indian and pacific oceans they live around 30 years just like us we've lived around 30 years and bec- that's true we have lived around 30 years <laughs> Uh, and they become sexually mature after five to seven years. Uh, babies having babies. There we go. Okay, I was I was waiting for some some joke you were gonna make because I was like, look, I, this is a very sexual fish. Okay, <laughs> keep talking about the fish having sex. I'm gonna comment on it. Uh, they are hermaphrodites, Thomas. So I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to. I'm sorry, you're allowed to talk about that fish having sex, and I'm not. I don't know why. <laughs> you're canceled for fish sex. Uh, yeah, what? Because <laughs> I said I wanted to fuck the fish. Okay, is that what you want to hear? Thank you. I know the woke mob is gonna come after me for that, but I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. <laughs> They're sexy fish. They have very thick lips. What am I supposed to think? Uh, these. Yeah, and I think that the fish age of consent is too high. It's just you just said they reach sexual maturity at ages five to seven. But apparently I'm not allowed to say that. (laughs) They are hermaphrodites, so they can produce eggs and sperm at different points in its life. The reason for this is not yet known. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because there's so many social taboos about it, we won't even find out. (laughs) People aren't getting in there to see what's going on. (laughs) Okay, cancel me if this is a, a rude thing to say, but that they, them, fushy, you know? <laughs> Damn it. I'm mad that I was the one that was making all the sex jokes about the fish and you just fucking blew me out of the water. Just like a whale with their blowholes. Um, they eat mollusks and other fish. They will take sea urchins in their mouth and then smash them against rocks to crack them open. That's pretty cool. Uh, And finally, last fact about this very sexual fish. On a scale of extinct to least concern, they are considered endangered. So... Oh, I don't like that. Probably too many humans fucking them trying to make a mermaid. Thomas? Shouldn't they be able to to self-reproduce because they got both parts? I guess they don't know that for sure. No, that's not... They're not jellyfish. Or sea anemones. I don't think they don't can know, impregnate they, they themselves. They said they don't know why they have both. You think? Well, also they produce sperm and eggs at different points in their life. So unless they're like a weird guy when they're young, they're not going to like store their sperm for years. Okay. You hear? They're not doing, they're not doing no fap. <laughs> no, these fish aren't doing no fap. Uh, at tribal council, it's just the two of them. Uh, and they say that they both agree that it's the strongest people left on Oolong. I guess. I mean, I don't know. That's not really saying much. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you bragging about? Uh, Bobby John says that today was his highlight uh, of all of his game in Survivor because I don't remember what his point was, but good for Bobby John. Uh, he caught that fish or whatever. Would mm, you say mm-hmm. that the members of Oolong are critically endangered at this point? <laughs> yeah, I think so. There's only two of them left in the wild. If we don't do something soon, there will only be one left. Uh, Bobby John says about Stephanie that she can do anything a man can do. And that's a real feminist right there. That's right. 
Yeah, get out of here, Kobe. You're trying to mansplain feminism. <laughs> Stephanie knows. Uh, Bobby, John I just knows. realized it's actually with my with my little critically endangered comment. It's actually fitting that they went swimming with those jellyfish because they disappeared almost as fast. Yeah. Right. Uh, so the only option here is to do a fire making challenge, and Stephanie wins. So congrats to her. It's weird to see Jeff and one other person at Tribal Council. It's very weird. It's, it is quite weird. <laughs> I didn't care for it, but it was kind of fun to see something new, you know. Uh, next week, we are going to be watching Survivor Palau Episode 9. We're done with the two a week. We're down to one a week until Survivor 42. What do you think is going to happen here in Episode 9? Stephanie is the last person I knew long. Stephanie is going to lose, and she's going to have to vote herself out. <laughs> Just like, do it. Write your name down. <laughs> You're never allowed to do this un- except for this time. Uh, Thomas, what's your Twitter for people to follow your Wordle scores or whatever else you do on Twitter.com? It's really Wordle you space follow me now. At Tom, not Tom. Jake pretends that he doesn't like Wordle, but he actually likes it. I'm coming it, around so on Wordle. Send your Wordle scores to him. He loves it. I'm coming around on Wordle. I have an airplane flight tomorrow, uh, so maybe I'll try it on the airplane, but... I don't know how, how long does what it. What if it took you the whole flight to figure out one wordle? How long does a wordle take? Five minutes? Survivor, one wordle. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's that's the episode title right there. That's not the episode title, actually. I already picked it. That's the episode title right there. That's the episode title right there. Uh, one wordle is very funny. It's going to be a simulated season, actually, though, in which every contestant only has five letters in their name. I like that. That's a good idea. Thank you. Jesus Christ. It took me so long to respond to that great idea. Um, okay, you can follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN. We'll be talking about Survivor Palau and then Survivor 42 when that starts. And anything else? If you check the show's uh, like comments directed towards the show, you can see my Wordle score. <laughs> um, oh, t- And also your brother and girlfriends. Yes, they also love the Wordle. Um, and... That's great. We love it. Um, what was I looking up? Oh, Thomas, can you give the people the review on Patreon? No, on iTunes right now while I look it up and see if anybody yeah, left it uh, for us. This is this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. If you leave it on Spotify, you don't have to, but you can put in. I look forward to seeing it in my Spotify wrap this year. Yeah. Um, and so far, nobody's left a review on Apple podcast for us since july of last year i don't i don't even know what we were doing in july of last year marquesas maybe yeah who knows time's not real time's not real it's uh made up they literally made it up so the train they knew when the trains were coming that's it time only exists so trains will get places and that's a fact um nobody nobody's left a sort of Nobody's left us a review on Spotify either. You guys, I just... I guess someone doesn't want to see this in their Spotify rap. <sighs> Fine by me. Yeah. Joke's on you, actually. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast, and that's fun because it's very often updated, and we use it all, all the time. Or you can follow the show on Patreon, if you show there at patreon.com slash just podcast, because that's all we're doing on Patreon. What's uh what's 
What's a highlight of podcast here on Patreon.com, Thomas, this week? Which one do you want to talk about? We were just talking about we were talking about Pope and Change, so I'll, I'll plug that again. That's so, our Pope podcast. It's our newest one. Uh, co-hosted by Barack Obama, the president. <laughs> Barack Obama will be there. Um, so please subscribe to it. We have we have a lot of markers out <laughs> that hopefully don't get cashed in before that money comes in, or we're gonna be in big trouble. So that's at patreon.com slash just podcasts. Uh, do you wanna thank the listeners? I know they're not fans anymore, but listeners, the people listening. I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you, listeners. There we go. Um, well, I think that's it. Uh, episode 9 of Survivor 10 next week. Uh, until then, have a great summer. Deuces. We've come to replace your clocks. Old stubborn heads, we are the answer to why. They never had a chance. It was not so long ago that the world was mostly slow. The age of iron screaming speed. A stroke to a stampede But we've come to increase time In between tips And there's romance In slow dances Cause they're fertile and hush Futile and haste These are your nerves This is how they taste Well I can't count How many times I've been It's only a few weeks away honestly Crazy to think about Mm-hmm how time flies. It's true. Like the flying fish of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I'm always I'm always saying that about time. Mm-hmm. Like the clock goes through the window, what do you call it? Time's flying. Remember that joke? Yeah, ticking away the moments that make up the dull day. Fritter and waste the hours in an offhand way. Mm-hmm. Pink Floyd time. Fucking much every day is Pink Floyd time for me, you know? Right. Sync it up, maybe. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Dark Side of the Moon, maybe you've heard of it. Dark Side of the Moon, already. It's a pretty good album, actually. It's actually very good. Nothing reminds the mind of power like the cheap odor of plastic. Fumes we crave consume the rush It feels fantastic Like power turns to mold Like a junkie going cold I need the fix Of a little tenderness Smarten up, probes. <laughs>